Hello, ladies and gents, and welcome to episode number 48 of the KDH podcast. There's been a bit, little bit of inconsistency for the podcast. That means absolutely nothing to anyone that's been listening to this on a later part because you'll literally just be getting them every single week anyway. So um, today, we've literally got Alex Cowell in the podcast today. We're going to be talking about making progress and the sesh. And the reason why I got Alex on today was... I've seen him write quite a few posts talking about this. I've seen him talking about clients making progress with this. And it's something that I talk about quite a lot as well. And I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to get Alex on because he's a funny guy. And I know that's a good topic to get him on as well. So how are you doing, Alex? I'm good, mate. I'm good. No pressure to be a funny guy now. Everyone will be like, oh, this guy, I thought this guy's might be funny by the end of this. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, so the sort of things we're going to be covering today before we actually get, get into it and why we've made this podcast today is to give you a bit of an insight, it's like in the UK, it's a very normalized party lifestyle. Being a sesh gremlin is a normal occurrence. It really, really is. Um, there's a lot of forgotten aspects surrounding like an active social life as well and results, which a lot of people forget about. We're going to come on to that. So it's not just about the day of drinking. It's the day surrounding of it. It's the things that you can forget. It's the, the things that the knock-on effect it can have, the, the sort of domino effects. We're going to be talking about that. And then we're going to be talking about how you can do both because at the end of the day, you can do both. You really, really can. However, the reality is some folk listening to us today might be like, that isn't the way I would see both. So, yeah. So um, to start off, Alex, what's your story and what are you doing now to give everyone a little bit of an insight? Yeah, of course. So uh, I'm going to say you're kind of typical personal trainer thing here, but I was always just active at school, um, always doing something I was actually terrible at team sports I always just did things kind of more on my own so we're talking about this before the podcast started but running I was always well into my running um, it was always long distance running that I did sports days was always like 1500 meters just found a passion for pushing myself I think as opposed to working as part of a team um, and that just kind of led me on to wondering what I wanted to do when I left school so when I left school I thought I'm going to go and do my qualifications to become a PT I thought, I'm really young, mind you. I don't think I could run a business when I was 17. Um, I don't think anyone could really run a business when I was 17. So decided I'm going to go to college and get my qualifications that way. So I spent two years at college in Glasgow, got my level three from a PT there, and then I started working in Exercise for Less, big kind of commercial gym. Um, and then I went self-employed about a year and a half after that. Um, since then, I've just it's been quite a quick process, to be honest. I've been... I was about to say I've been lucky there. I suppose I haven't. I've just worked. I've worked hard, but uh, I do think that from me going self-employed to now, I've, 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 you know, got to where I wanted to be pretty fast. Um, I'm working with uh, quite a lot of online clients per week and one-to-one clients per week, and just yeah, just helping people be the best version of themselves. And I literally wouldn't change it for the world. I'm sure you're the same, mate. I, I just absolutely love it. Absolutely love yeah. it. Yeah, no, it's class. It's 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 crazy as well. Like. I was actually talking to Ailey about this and I was saying about, because she was talking about like literally the future things to do and all that. And I was like, when you yeah. start something, you never ever know what it's going to look like. Like when you started what the exercise for less, there's no way you would think that you'd be in the position you're in now. Like no way on earth. And the yeah. reason why I was saying it as well is because sometimes making a move can seem scary. So someone says to you, go self-employed, do this, start your journey it's just like you don't see the value in which it's going to do. And then sometimes like you'll probably look like this as well. I always look at things like working back the way now. So when I thought about like my Ironman, I thought about like, oh, I'm, I'm buzzing to get in and, and be shit at swimming. I'm buzzing to learn all the ropes of this. Whereas if you've never really done this before, 
it's like you just think about like the, the triumph, the mountain. Do you know what I mean? You don't think about the journey to get in there. And I always I like you kind of it changes the way you talk about things, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I know. I think I I kind of when I started doing PT, I, I wrote myself off quite quickly. I reckon I, I kind of got myself into exercise for less and thought to myself that, that's that'll probably be be me. I'll, I'll struggle to kind of get it further than this ceiling that I set myself. I kind of thought right, if I get this many clients and I'm doing this many clients per day. Uh, you know, I'll I'll uh, I'll earn this much, and and then that's what my life's gonna look like from there, kind of thing. So I did. I wrote myself off quite early, and I never set myself any real lofty goals. And I think that just came from maybe a lack of confidence when I was younger. But definitely think like, especially over the past year or so, my confidence is right up, just because I know that I'm capable, uh, and that's been the big change for me this year. So I'm absolutely loving it. Um, I'm obviously working with David and the guys at MTN Coaching, which is uh, we all work as a team pretty much. We just take on online clients. Um, we're doing really, really well, and then I'm taking one-to-one clients out of Commando XFit, uh, which is a fantastic gym in the west of Scotland. Um, you've had Ross on the podcast before that owns yeah. Commando, um, and yeah, if anyone's ever in the area, what a gym! That's fantastic. I know you've trained in it as well, Christian. Yeah, a few times. A so those those deadly Friday sessions you used to come in and do. I know, <laughs> they were yeah. horrendous, man. They were tough going. <laughs> Very good. I felt like I, I set myself a ceiling with them, but it was a silly ceiling. I yeah. had to come in and just ridiculously fuck myself up, man. To the point of like, it's just that thing that you tell yourself those stories that you're the guy that comes in and done, does that. And I remember coming in and that's mm-hmm. all anyone, all of you just knew me through that Friday session. I was like, I've got a lot to yeah. live up to here, man. That was the answer I met you. I, I know. I met you first time. Yeah. I know. Eating Subways. Yes. <laughs> I love a Subway. Still love a Subway. <laughs> I literally came in one day. It was like three Fridays in a row. I went, and you just looked at me and went, I don't just eat Subway, by the way. <laughs> Alex, I mean, I've only been here three times, and every time I've walked in, you've had a foot long in your mouth, um, sandwich. Um, and uh, I was, I was like, listen, it's like you're in at the same time every week. It's Friday, you're doing check-ins, needed refueled, and Subway's in the corner. It's in Hillington, so yeah, Subway, Subway Fridays, I was calling it. So yeah, I thought that I lived off Subways, but it was only the one time a week. So yeah, I dig it. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Man. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. So um, no. Um, what I want to kind of do at this point now to kind of set the tone is the question here, Alex, is really like, what's your sort of what's your experience with an active social life and making gains? And I'm going to give some input here. And the reason why I want to do this is because I think sometimes if we're not very relatable, then mm-hmm. folk are just like they're talking shit. So like, talk to me about your experience with it and experiences that you've had with other clients. Yeah. So I've just been really lucky over the years uh, the big group of pals that I had at school you know six years later now we are all still great friends um, and I do feel incredibly lucky for that because I do feel like there's a lot of people out there that really drift away from that group of friends or, or struggle to make friends so um, the downside to that is though that we all do like a bit of party and you know we're quite happy to, to catch up most weekends um, so for me I think from a very very early age when I left school um, I was training at that point I started training about six years ago so pretty much started training in conjunction with starting to go out with your mates as well so pretty much for the last six years I've been very slowly just chipping away at my physique while socialising at the same time as well uh, and I openly say this to, to people as well it's, it's the reason why six years down the line I'm still not happy with how I look and I do put it down to the fact that I've lived a very kind of flexible lifestyle and yes I've made some great progress and um, for anyone to to say to me like, oh, you know, you're in great shape. I'm like, I know that, I know that. I absolutely, I don't, I don't 
you know, disagree with that. I just know for a fact I would be in a shit ton better shape if I wasn't going out at the weekend. Um, I'm at peace with that though, like absolutely, because I would never change what I've done over the past five, six years for the world because I've made some of the best memories of my life and I'm happy that my progress has been slow because that's been as a byproduct of that. So yeah, um, that's been my experience. I've just had a great group of friends that, you know, we love catching up at the weekend, um, having a few drinks. Um, I'm definitely better nowadays at reining it in a little, a little bit when I'm out um, and thinking about the effects it's going to have for the rest of the week. But when I was younger, it was pretty much just that, you know, I'd say probably kind of like 17 through 19, it was pretty much just, let's just go for it. And I don't really care how I'm going to be feeling through the week. Um, probably because you did actually get away with it a lot more when you were that age. You know, thinking back, like when I was kind of 17, 18, I wouldn't really feel like I'd been drinking at all on a Monday. Like I wouldn't know. It wouldn't make any difference. Mate, uh, I've done that till I was about 23. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's a good thing with, with me. So I'm 23 just now. Uh, I, I very quickly, like, and again, it came with me being busier business-wise as well. I kind of thought, right, I'm not getting away with doing this while improving my physique and building my business at the same time. It's having a detrimental effect to my creativity, my motivation, my discipline. Um, something's got to change. So I go out every few weeks now, I'd say. Um, and I just I know when to I know when to kind of go right you know enough's enough and get, get yourself up the road and, and make sure you're not ruining the rest of your week it's really important I think yeah like I, I do all the time you see to be honest as well is that I'm only I'm 28 this year it's not as if I'm like an old wise man but like not at all I, I said that when I was literally when I was like you were saying about 17 to 19 just not really giving a fuck yeah. I kind of done that till I was about sort of 22 23 but at the okay. same time, I still made good progress in the gym. Looking back, it probably, I'll look back at it now and I'm like, in the past four years, I've made more progress physically, mentally with my physique. Every, like it just increases like the, the, the quality of it. And although it might yeah. not look drastically different, you, it's just, you realize all your habits and your routines and your mindset drastically changes as well. And I think mm -hmm. that's one of the ones that for folk to realize, like you can do it, however, at the same time, if you're in a position where you are, and like I think everyone's got a different scale of ripping ripping the arse out of it, don't they? There's like it's not very That's uncommon true, to go and like three day bendles, do you know what I mean? And if you're going out in three day bendles and then you're trying to make progress, like actually four days out of the week when you're out for three of them, you're not gonna do it. And I think yeah. that's the sort of difference there. It's when people have these different scales and perceptions of what ripping the arse out of it is. Do you know what I mean? Like I've, I've not, I was never really a three day bender guy. I've been on a few benders, but I was never literally like that sort of person. So it's hard to relate to someone when they're there as well. But then I think the big question is, it's like your list of priorities, isn't it? Is it actually yeah. important? Is it important to you? And then the other one that I actually heard you say the other time that I've put is later on in the podcast, but I think it's very relevant is like, you wrote a post the other day, it's like, have you earned it? Mm -hmm. And it was basically, I put it down, kind of took from that, like earning your stripes. And sometimes people would look at like the likes of me and you, Alex, and go, you're so lucky. And we would go, it's not luck, it's literally years of practice and showing up. And even though that you have done that, and I'm the same, I wouldn't change the way I've done anything. It's allowed me to forge habits that know when what is too much and what is too little. And I think sometimes when people are coming into journeys, when it comes to partying and trying to make progress with their physique, it depends where they're at in their life and what they prioritize really, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, around the whole, around the whole, you know, have you have you earned it? Kind of, kind of post. I would like I like to break that down into two parts as well because you know let's think about like a short time scale and let's think about a really long time scale. You know, short time scale. 
have you done everything right that week to earn that one night out? Um, I think that's the main thing that people need to think about. Like, you know, have you earned that night out that weekend? Um, you know, have you done your have you done your steps? Have you hit your calories? Have you hit your protein? If you've got a coach, have you checked in with them? Have you done the, the workouts that they set you out to do? Have you done all that and you're going out for a big celebration? You know, you've decided I've been waiting on this one for a while. It's my best friend's birthday or whatever it is. You know, if it's a big celebration, if you're going out for the right reasons and it's been accounted for, great. Um, on a long kind of kind of longer time scale, can add it over like the last kind of five years for me. Um, in terms of the earning your stripes thing, yeah, I think I have because you know I've been training for five or six years now, um, ingraining like you said, forging habits for the last five or six years. I'm at a stage now where I'm pretty happy with my physique one weekend isn't going to make a massive difference to that. Um, and also, you, once you get yourself to a stage where you've got a decent bit of muscle mass and you're just used to knowing what your week's going to look like after a night out, it makes it so much easier for you to maybe socialise a little bit more than the person that's, you know, just doing their first eight weeks of, of fitness ever. Um, I think you're in a pretty, you're in a much better position to say, yeah, I think I can go on this night out rather than someone who's trying to get in the shape of their life for the very first time. Someone like that should be taking a really long, hard look at that and saying, "What am I actually prioritising here? Yeah. You know, have I paid a have I paid a coach four hundred pounds? You know, to train with them for the next month or two, um, and I'm going out every weekend. Like that's 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 clear where your priorities lie on that. Yeah. Um, you know, and you should be aligning your your decisions to go on nights out based on what your goal is. And yeah. if your goal is fat loss, then it's very tough to get away with doing it every weekend. It really is. Yeah, especially when your habits aren't in a place. Well, I always have mm. a conversation with some clients where I'm not a restrictive coach. I'm like, I obviously, I technically am because you're getting folk to lose fat. Like, technically speaking, you are, but yeah, teaching folk how to do it in such a way that allows them. And it's it's this sort of over reward mentality sometimes where folk are like, I've been good this week, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do this this weekend. And it's like kind of going flipping back to an old self. And one, of, I think one of like a really solid piece of advice, kind of taking it, extracting it from what you have said there is. If you are serious about it and if you are in a position where you are literally like going out every weekend, you can't get out of it, it is good to kind of go at it as cold turkey as you can for at least a couple of months because it's going to allow you to forge amazing habits. Like, see if you went like that, right? Say, for example, you're going out every weekend, Friday, Saturday, you're in this place. The first month is going to be hard, but it's also a crucial part because you need to lay the groundwork and the foundations there. Then once you're two months in, you're going to be seeing huge physical change. And then what you start to find is the conversation I've had with a lot of clients and probably yourself, Alex, where they maybe been a bit of a sesh gremlin and they're talking about their first big night. I'm not going to drink till this. I'm not going to drink till this event, this football game, this. Yeah. And then what starts to happen as they get closer to that is that the priorities and mindset starts to shift. And yeah, they're probably going to do it. But I've even had it in some cases where the person's like, you know what, I'm not going to do that. Because the thing that they thought, it was it was all very outcome focused. I just need to do this because of this. This is what stops me. This is what I need to do. And then what they start, slowly start to realize is that when they fall in love with the process, when they see that huge change within themselves, it's good to do it. But at the same time, if you're like, I can now put my hand up and say, I can actually go out for a few drinks now. It's taken me years to do it, but like, I can, I can go out and literally like most, I was saying that I wrote a post earlier, I drink most weekends. But I'll yeah. have like Saturday night, I'll have like say Friday night or something, I'll have like five or six beers. It's no like I'm no I'm no absolutely getting on it. Do you know what I mean? Like, and then if I do have a drink, past few times I've actually been drunk, 
I've went like that. I've called it quits and I've stopped drinking. Like I went, but it's because my priorities, like I know that maybe I've got a big week of training ahead. I've got a big week again. So I think you need to have clear optics and what you want and you need to have, you have to have values in what you want as well. Like, is it, is it important to you as well? And I think that's why you have to ask yourself the big questions as well. Like, like it's important to really go deep down to this and ask yourself why you're doing something because at the end of the day, if you don't really know, then the minute, things just come up you're just going to go like ah, nah no that bother that, yeah. that's not really at the top of my priorities um no, yes. absolutely the um sort of next part as well coming on to so what would you say that the sort of most overlooked parts are when a session starts their journey i'm just picturing <laughs> this wee this wee person like yeah so, so talking like sort of bigger picture what do you think people tend to overlook when they think about what when, when talk, imagine it's someone that's new to training they are look, talking about literally going a night out and what they think. What do you think it is the sort of overlooked areas are? Um, so I think they look at it very kind of black and white at first. So it's, it's very easy to kind of say, well, so you're saying to me that I can just, as long as I have a few drinks at the weekend, I can do, as long as I'm good I'm good during the week, I can do that. Um, if you're The very black and white answer is yes. Uh, obviously once we start delving a bit deeper into it there's just shit tons of grey areas as well um, the main one probably being like how much of you know a sesh gremlin are you you know like <laughs> some people's you know you sometimes talk to some people and they'll say like oh last night was last night was mental man you know I'm so hungover today and I'm like you were home for like 11 o'clock like you had a few jinks that's fine with me like if you're one of those clients great like as long as you felt you had a big night out that's fine with me. Other clients as well, and they're like, ah, yeah, I mean, the boys just had a had a couple of drinks, you know. I was, I, 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 when, when did you get in? Oh, just uh, just uh, Sunday night. And I'm like, right. <laughs> like, this is two very different versions of what was meant to be the same night out, you know. Um, that's a great area for a start, okay, because those two people both described their night out in the same way. And it wasn't at all. One person's one person's really not affected what's going to happen for the next week. One person's really not affected their training, their, their training or their nutrition for the next week. They're, they're not affected their mental capacity for the next week as well, which is another big thing um, that we've not really touched on yet. Um, and someone's completely ruined it, like completely ruined it. Um, they've been out Saturday, Sunday, which is already two days out of seven. Okay, um, over eight weeks. That's twenty. Like, well, if you're talking Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that's like 24 days at 56 over an eight-week period. Nearly half of the time you've completely wasted. Um, they've then not felt better until the Wednesday. So are you telling me that if you're going to be off plan Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you're going to feel crap Monday, Tuesday, start to feel better on the Wednesday and Thursday? Are you telling me that Wednesday and Thursday is going to be the only days that you're going to actually be 100% like to, to really give this plan a good go? There's no chance to get any results. There's, there's actually no way. Uh, and that's what most people need to take into consideration when they start something like this is how far do I take nights out and can I curtail that and can I change that can I change that you know that two day like bender weekend into a Saturday night and go out and enjoy myself and getting back and getting a good night's sleep that's the difference yeah and I, the, the, I see a lot of people and I've had clients that have been there and I just they're, they're not ready to come out of it and they're like yeah. the progress they make is literally like you're banging your head against the wall and they can't even see all the other they can't even you can't even get on to progressive overload you can't even get on to literally building habits and routines because essentially they're living this life that is literally just like 
it's not like they're just what it, there's no way that you can build around it because yeah. and there are some I've I've trained some there's there are rare breeds, but they are these kind <laughs> of level of sesh gremlins and they'll be in the gym on a Monday morning, you're like, how is that even possible? Well, yeah, I know. I've yeah, I have actually trained a couple like that as well. And do you know what? Fair enough. Like if you can do it, <laughs> you can do it. But your body's not happy about it. I'm sorry. No. Like I think these people have just got like this proper brick carb mentality. And they're like, Aye. I'm going. Aye. Um I'm like, did you breathalyze yourself before you come in this morning? But uh, <laughs> I mean but yes, I mean I mean I'm mean, don't get me wrong, like fair play to them. Like if they can manage that, then that's great. But I do know that they would still not like there's no way that they're hitting PBs Monday morning. They might make no. it. Yeah. They might make it to the gym, they might make it to a boot camp, make it to a class. Um, are they progressing? Absolutely not. There's no chance. There's absolutely no way. Um, for a start, you know, you know, if someone's really going for it over a weekend, I can guarantee that their nutrition has not been bang on. There's not a chance. Uh, whether your goal is to drop fat or whether it's to gain muscle, whether you're trying to be in a caloric deficit or a, a surplus to hit your calorie goals with half decent sources of food is nigh on impossible. Uh, when you've been out on maybe like a Saturday night and then kind of try to cover throughout the Sunday or whatever and then try to go back out for a few drinks later on on a Sunday or whatever it is. Uh, it's, it's tough. You will not make any progress. Progress, it's a fact. Yeah. One of the things I try and get clients to do is to say, for example, I've got a couple of clients like even right now and a couple that are um, that I've had in the past, not just a couple loads, where they're yep. probably that first person where they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I had a mad night last night. And the reality is they probably had a bottle of wine and they yeah. ate some more calories that day. It's not, it's, it's nothing in the grand scheme of things. So I train a lot of folk like that because a lot of folk live like that as well. Obviously, not everyone's a sesh gremlin. And one of the things that you get with that is I call it the calorie cycling dilemma. And I've done mm-hmm. that a few training modules in this where you teach someone that they can cycle their calories, but then they turn this sort of like they go, Oh, cool. So they have a weekend of higher calories, week weekday of lower calories. And they make, they make some progress, they see physique changes, but then it starts to slow down a wee bit more. And you're like, right now you're being inconsistent. That's what it starts to become. So it's this sort of the calorie cycling dilemma. What it does is it's good because it allows someone to literally still keep the routine in place, still make progress. But like you said, it's probably a bit like what you've experienced, Alex, where it's like the progress that you could make where you're at for your condition. Like, by the way, Alex is in a great condition. By the way, he's not like... <laughs> <laughs> I know somebody's gonna somebody's gonna end up on my Instagram like that. This guy's a prick. He's, he's sitting there saying like, "Oh, I'm actually not. I, I, I'm not. I feel like I'm not. I could be in better shape." Blah blah. I, my goals right now are very much to to get stronger and to put on size. Um, I've been not really doing either for the last few years. That's where I'm coming from. Yeah. Um, I've I've been in great. I've gotten very good shape very quickly. Um, when I started training years ago. Um, and don't get me wrong as I said I've been making progress since then but it's definitely slower than I wanted to be that's all yeah. I was saying I'm not yeah. by no means saying that I wasn't in good shape um, <laughs> I, I am I just think I could be I think I could be a little bit like not stronger optimal. that's what I'm looking for yeah it's, exactly it's that's not it. optimal that's and nobody's, ever, that nobody's ever happy mate that's it and it's that kind of calorie cycling dilemma where your yeah. gains that you're going to make you would want to be consistent across the board rather than like high at the weekend, low on a Friday, low on a, low on a Monday, you want to be more like, boom, consistent. And that, I think that's one of the things that can happen as well is where people, they get into that sort of thing. And one of the biggest ones that I think people overlook is sometimes like, say for example, someone's been on like a cycle of going out and getting mad with it every single weekend, then they start their fitness journey. 
one of the things that they don't have at this point is good self-awareness. Their self-awareness is atrocious. Maybe they've never, they've got no nutritional knowledge. They've got no like awareness around their sleep, no awareness around training, physique. And then what starts to happen is they, like I've had it before, but I've had clients where they go out for their first big sesh after being in a good place for like four, five, six weeks. And they're like, Christian, like, I kind of shake this feeling. And they're almost like surprised by it. I'm like, that's how you always felt. Mm. but you are you're now that your self-awareness is actually improved you're just now aware that how important sleep is how important recovery is and it's almost like folk always say things like i feel like i've just lost all my progress you haven't lost your progress you've just stunted it yeah you've that's just, true you've just you've literally just went pause like you're going to go in you're sit your next session if you've say for example you've had literally a big session in the gym on friday like say for example it was one of the sessions i had at commando where I had doms for about 10 days after it. And then I decided to have a drink that night as well. That would just do nothing for me. Do you know what I mean? Like I would just literally be even sore. I'm going to be dehydrated. And it's this self-awareness that people are missing surrounding it. And if you can build that self-awareness, start saying literally not yes to every single social event and understand and have clear optics, then honestly, like you're often an absolute winner. That's one of the biggest things. It's giving people that self-awareness the understanding, the knowledge, and actually having something that's important so that you can go, no, me actually being able to show up better for myself on a Monday rather than being a bag of dicks on a Monday is more important mm-hmm. to me. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if I can go in, it's like, and then say for example as well, you're investing hundreds and hundreds of pounds each month in coaching. Like why throw it away? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. I always had this mindset when I was younger as well, when I bought things, like say for this is when I was like literally like 17 wasn't getting that much money and I'd buy a new pair of running shoes and some protein. I was like, well, I need to put this to the good sh- good use. Do you know what I mean? Like I would mm-hmm. be in that mindset. It's the same. Like, but again, some folk just, someone's out as a sesh and spend 700 pounds on a Saturday night. They're probably, mm. not, probably not going to be bothered yeah, about yeah. a month of coaching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, and I've, I've said this as well, like, you, you, would, you would think, you would genuinely would think spending hundreds of pounds would make you do it you'd make it work hard um the further away or the more weeks down the line you get from from spending that money on a coach the more you forget about it like i'm sorry but okay it might feel like you've made a big investment initially at the start like you know my god a a few hundred pounds just came out my bank there i need to really you know give this my all here um every single week you 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 know you pass from then uh that becomes less and less of a of a, of a bit of motivation for you um, the only folk that I've ever trained who have got great results it's not because they thought themselves oh, I better make use of the coaching block I've paid for it it's the ones that go initially maybe yeah okay I've paid for that I need to work hard and then they've just fallen in love with the process and they've just decided that oh, Christ I'm loving this I'm absolutely loving this I'm loving what it's taking me I'm loving what it's doing for my life I'm loving the positive effect it's having on me and even others around me those are the people that get the results at the end of it it's not somebody who's you know decided that oh, I'm really tight and I can't really spend all that I better make the money I better get these out of it uh, yeah. so yeah I, that's always an interesting one I've found I put a post up about that yesterday I don't know if you've seen it I was talking about when people confuse the cost with a result yeah yeah. and but... it's literally like when they are maybe comparing something to a gym membership my gym membership costs this much and you're like you're, you're investing and I change your lifestyle that's yeah. what you're, you're doing and I think sometimes it's easy no one bats an eyelid at spending one, two, three hundred pounds a night out but you say to mm-hmm. someone, let's do that for a month. And they go, no, because they can't see it. They can't see it. But if you can paint that picture for someone where they're going to be, and that's what obviously we do with our social media, 
you're painting the future for someone, aren't you? You're literally going like that. There's where you could be. Literally, yeah. come with me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you, do you say I'd be all your clients at the start? Yeah. <laughs> come with me. Come with me. I'm going to take you on a beautiful journey. <laughs> um, I've literally oh. just closed these questions off on my phone. Uh, yeah, That's so I, there is, there's a lot of overlooked areas, I think, when it comes to the sort of one of the biggest ones for me. I remember this when I was I was going through a phase when I started off PT where I was just trying to live this life of like going out every weekend mm, and like also Pete running a business. And I remember just being like getting a fear with how tired I was getting. Like mm. just and I think that's one of the biggest ones that like how tired and exhausted and run down you are just because the sleep you get when you consume alcohol as well. And I know this, even if I have like a few beers, I'm literally like like I know that my sleep's going to be done in for the next, the following the days preceding that as well. So it's it's one of those things. It's one of the ones that's massively overlooked. So yeah. what what would you say? Like what are the realities of making progress and still enjoying your social life? What sort of like framework would you put in place for that? For me, I think the best tip I can give someone is actually sit and have a look at what you've got coming up, uh, and decide what your reasoning is for. For going out for that um, and is it can you get away with doing it in relation to your goals um, biggest one I say and it's a good it's a good thing to have in your head when you're thinking about going on a night out or someone's inviting you on a night out and it's just I always say to my clients like pick your battles like think to yourself you know why am I going out here uh, is it from is it because you've had a negative experience over the past week or the past two weeks or are you celebrating something I'm a firm believer that you should always be celebrating something when you go out for a night out. I don't think you should start attaching a negative week at work or, you know, any form of like escapism away from work to a night out. I feel like once you start getting into that mindset, then you may as well just go out every week. Um, if you're in a job that you don't enjoy and the only way that you feel like you can get away from it is by going out and just getting absolutely mad at it all weekend, I don't. I think that's a very negative cycle to be in. And it's probably what 90% of the UK do every single week uh, you know I think we're both lucky that we enjoy our jobs so when we do go out for a drink um, it's normally just to socialise or to celebrate an event um, or just to wind down at the end of a kind of long day that's alright that's, that's a fairly positive relationship with alcohol um, but yeah the biggest thing I would say and the best thing for your results is going to be is that one worth it probably not there's literally two of us going round to my mates to sit around a fire pit um, is it worth having like five or six beers and having a really nice night and getting back up the road or is it worth like finishing off a full crate and you know just like spending loads of money and trying to find someone else's party and you know what's the point in doing that like what are you celebrating you're not celebrating anything. nothing to celebrate I think you tend to find that you and your three mates you're just trying to escape a crap week and jobs that you don't enjoy and that's a really negative way to look at it and I would start eradicating those nights um, or at very least finding some self finding some self control and just and just pulling them back a little bit. Hundred percent, mate. Like it's that. I think it's when something's when everyone's so conditioned to think a certain way that you just go mm. out at the weekend. And the thing yeah. is, I say that from a set like from a place of like like relatability because I was there. Yeah. Like, so like like so normalized like going to school. Everyone goes out at the weekend. Literally, growing up, you get your first night so you go out Friday Saturday it's all these same things that you do and then all these habits mount up and it's just a way of thinking. But I think it's mental sometimes. Like one of the quotes that I've put in there, I've been saying it quite a lot, is like you should don't drink to have a good time, drink to have a better time. Like literally 
I do and to what you were saying there, if if you think you're, it's it's going to enhance your experience and it's going to make it better, like go for it, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, but they say don't just do it because it's what what you do at the weekend. Do you know what I mean? Because it can get you into. A, I think one of the biggest ones as well for me is it's the day the day preceding. Like a high, having a hangover is definitely the lowest day you have. Do you know what I mean? And if you're mm-hmm. constantly doing that same low day, then you're literally just setting yourself up to fail. And it's mm-hmm. like, as I said already, I think another piece of advice to add into that is like, if you are someone that is in a place where you have got bad habits built up, where you're maybe going out Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever, you, you drink quite a lot, then it's maybe worth having a bit of a, a bit of a, a break from it and really focusing. I know that's easier said than done as well. Um, to literally come away, to allow you to build up habits the other way. And then also asking yourself the question, like, if, like obviously, I'm not one of these folk that's like, surround yourself with, I always say, surround yourself with positive people. You'll know that working with the guys at MTN, you know what I mean? You'll know it, we connect to other like-minded people. Your friends are your friends, but at the end of the day, if one person is the only thing you associate that person, is literally, it makes you feel bad. You need to question that relationship. And I don't mean cut off, I mean in like, Make it better. Go and do something with that person that isn't going to make you feel bad. Do something with that person that's going to enhance the way he feels, the way you, the way you both feel, rather than being like, yeah, man, every time we meet up, I just feel like shit for four days. Do you know what I mean? Like, actually, like, if you like that person, then you should, like, you need to ask yourself as well, like, would you do it sober? Like, would you hang about with that person if you were sober? Yeah. Would, would, would you take time out of your day to go and have a coffee with this guy? Because if the answer is no, and you'd only take time out your night to go and have 12 beers with him, then the answer is that he's probably not very interesting. Um, or on the kind of slightly sadder aspect of it, he's maybe got like, he's not very socially like capable and needs a drink to be an interesting person. That's a much deeper issue. But there is people like that, you'll find people like that a lot. You know, you've, you maybe meet them. Um, I used to work in exercise for less, obviously, as I've spoke before, and I used to always come in maybe like kind of like a Monday or Tuesday kind of thing. Um, there was a couple of guys that I would always see at the pub over the weekend. Um, like, ah, you know, it's like just the funniest guy you've ever met in your life. Um, and then, like, wouldn't even chat to you <laughs> like throughout the week. I think either because they were still suffering from the weekend or they just had zero social skills. So yeah. if that's you, I mean... You need a bit, need to just practice not being able to only speak to people properly when you've had a drink in. I think that's a very big issue. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you will. You'll come across people like that and, and it, you tend to find that's maybe someone that actually, yeah, you should be able to have a conversation with them when you're sober because that to me instantly comes across as someone who is not enjoying themselves during the week and doesn't feel like maybe chatting to people, doesn't feel like socialising. Um, and the only way that they can maybe enjoy themselves and feel a sense of joy is, is, is for six hours on a on a Saturday night, um, the rest of the time they feel maybe a little bit miserable. So I suppose that's um, I've gotten a bit serious there, but I do feel like <laughs> it's quite, I do feel like it's quite important. But that's maybe someone that you need to have a bit of a chat with and kind of be like, "You're right," because the only yeah. time I ever see you, the only time I ever feel like you're ever happy is when you've got a drink in your hand. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I think that's more common than we think. I think it's way more common than we think. Definitely. My dog is literally just came in. There we go. We said that's what you happened. <laughs> she just came in and went bananas. Um, I was going to say, yeah, no, it is. And it's one of these ones, like, if you are in that position, like, I think a really good point to add on to the back end that, Alex, is, like, see one of the things that a lot of people are worried about. <laughs> She's yelping. See um, one of the things that a lot of people worry about as well. It's when literally, it's a second. No worries. No worries. 
I'll take it from I'll take it from here, guys. <laughs> one of the things that um, what's it called? A lot of people always come into when maybe they're starting a journey is that their friends don't do the same thing as them, and then basically what happens is that they're scared about making that change. But I'm telling you right now, if you get serious results, your pals will start following you. They will start they will. doing like it's it'll happen very very quickly as well. Um, but yeah. And um, no, I'm sorry about Sky interrupting us. She's just having a wee cry right now. She just came in the room and seen seen me in about a week and she's having a wee yelp. Um, So what's your top tips and advice for someone trying to make progress but they're stuck in a bit of a vicious cycle? What would you kind of say to them right now if they were listening to that and they can relate to this, Alex? Um, I would make sure that, well, pretty much every guy I've ever come across uh, or girl that just loves a big weekend, I always kind of call it, like they've always got ants in their pants. Like these are the kind of people that, and I'm pretty similar as well. They're not happy sitting still. Um, so the thought of them like just staying in on a Saturday night and maybe just watching a bit of telly or, um, or maybe going to the cinema and getting back home at like nine o'clock at night, they're not happy with that. They feel like they've not, you know, they've not went for it. They've not got out of the system. Uh, I feel like it's just a good bit, getting a good bit of practice doing that. Um, because you know I've done it many a time and see when you wake up on a Sunday morning. And you've got the whole day ahead of you to do whatever you like and you feel really good it's so so worth it uh, and anyone listening to this that does struggle to stay in at the weekend you know this but you absolutely know this you know how good you feel when you do have a a sunday off god i bet i bet you're all on instagram the next day like fresh sunday i bet you, all <laughs> tell everyone all about it. I, bet you I bet you tell everyone all about it don't you because you love it you feel great and you want to share the feeling with everyone else uh but yeah i think you need to figure out why can you not sit a piece um, it's probably a, a, an underlying issue like you need to get better at being in your own company possibly um, and you need to get better at filling the time with doing something that's going to be a little bit more, more positive for you so by all means like stay up late um, if you want to make the most of your Friday and your Saturday night stay up late you know with your with your partner or um, go to cinema or do, do whatever you need to do but find something else to channel that pent up energy uh, into and just do it every two weeks out of three. That's the start for me. That's the start for me, I reckon. You know, stay in two weekends, go out in the third. Stay in two weekends, go out in the third. Even at first, as a first kind of protocol, just do that. Um, and at least then you've got something to, to look forward to. You go out every single weekend, do you ever look forward to it? Or does this just part of your life now? Because I know if I've not been out for like four or five weeks, I'm so bloody excited to go out and have a laugh with my mates because I've been waiting for it. Um, and I get so much more enjoyment out of it and see when I wake up hungover I go that was so worth it because we're all waiting on it and we've, we've had a great night um, and I've not completely ruined my life doing it you wake up on a Sunday every single weekend that's when everyone's like oh it's not worth it it's not worth it well of course it wasn't it was a crap night um, so yeah that's the my, my major advice is just pick your battles um, and even as a, as a first a first port of call um, cold turkey sometimes very very hard so even just think right, okay I'm going to only go out every few weekends and just try and curtail what I'm up to yeah 100% mate solid advice and I think one of the ones that folk need to hear as well when it comes to it is that you can actually you can make progress but it's actually mm. having boundaries and realising the implications but I think the biggest thing to take away from this entire podcast was you staying at the back at the start when mm. you're talking about how much how hard do you hit it do you know what I mean? Like how and yeah, yeah, like where you're at on that scale, because where you're at on that scale is really going to depend on everything else. Like mm. 
you can still have plenty of folk that you said, those folk that don't do it as hard, that they can still make progress. Um, however, the folk that aren't, it, like me and you're talking on this, we're turning into like, brought this as the, the classic personal trainer now. It's just everything. You need to serve yourself first. You need to ask mm. yourself, like, is what you're doing enhancing everything around it? Like, so see if you're literally showing up to work on a Monday, you hate Mondays, training's crap, you're in and out of things, you eat well, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, then it's out the window, the poor eating goes with alcohol consumption. When you look in the mirror, how you feel day to day, is it worth it? Like, is, it, yeah. is, it, is, it is it helping you show up as a better person? And then a lot of folk think that they can't, in order to make that progress, they can't do it. And it's just like, no, you just need to change your habits the same way your habits got you to where you are now. You just need to, you don't need to reverse them, but you just need to literally look at diluting them a bit more. Look at literally picking and choosing parts. And what you'll find is, as me and Alex said as well, is it doesn't, you won't sort out in a week. It will take years. And then the year you'll be looking back at yourself a year before going, fucking hell, I made that progress, but it could have been even, even better if I just done what I'm doing now. And that is just what it looks like. And I think the reason why I wanted to make this podcast today as well, Alex, was because when people talk, this guy having a wee on there. <laughs> um, when um, people talk about alcohol, they just go, "What alcohol? What drinks can I have on a night out?" Because the calories in it, and you're like, "Man, it's way more. It's way much more than just that." Obviously, yeah. if you're tanking back twenty Guinness every Saturday night, it's not going to do your calories any favors. Um, but at the same time, it's it's more to do with the the implications surrounding everything and everything that we've spoke about today. So. Um, no mate I just want to thank you for coming on today um, it's been a good talk Pleasure. And, uh, sorry for Sky interrupting uh, literally my mum had to drop her off for us to look after her and then Ailey's out at the moment so I was like she needs to come up to my office with me um, so yeah um, lastly to finish off like what's the what's the future for you mate what's the plans getting massive uh, yeah so yeah we'll go we'll go physique and then uh, business after that so yeah physique wise I'm, personally I'm, I'm very like just now you know like and my my programming has always been pretty much based around heavy compound lifts at the start of the workout going into more accessory work uh towards the end I and mean, it is purely just weight training and I do, if, I'm, if i'm being honest i was doing a lot of running through the lockdown but i've kind of curtailed that now and the, the kind of uh my journey to try and get massive pretty much as you were saying there so yeah, I think for me going forward, calories are really high. Um, I'm pretty much just going to keep going with that and I'm just going to try and just like keep getting stronger, mate, and try and become a kind of bigger version of what I'm just now. Um, Business-wise, I'm just looking to continue doing what I'm doing right now, to be fair, mate, just continue doing it better. Um, I'm really trying to build... I'm trying to build the perfect week, if I'm being honest, um, doing what I love doing. So for me to do that still, I think, um, next move for me is going to be looking at just training clients one-to-one in the morning, and being able to train myself during the day and then catching up with online clients throughout the rest of the day, that is the perfect day for me. Um, and doing that Monday to Friday and having my weekends for myself. Um, and maybe a few, maybe a few bevies as well. So <laughs> yeah, um, I think as well for me, it's, it's just about like building in time for those around me as well. I, as you know, and for many new PTs, if there's any new PTs watching this, you need to just hammer it you need to do as many sessions as you can you need to talk to as many people as you can you need to just take on anything you can get pretty much and it does become like you might only have like 20 clients a week 20 sessions a week but they could be spread over then over over like seven days and you feel like you're actually just working every single day and you, you definitely should be so I'm trying to get into the stage where I can build the perfect week and I can do as much as I can as possible and still still have loads of free time as well and that's the beauty of being self-employed as you all know mate so yeah, yeah. that's that's my plans for going forward as well definitely yeah. 
we've been in the industry a similar amount of time as well. And I think that's what you start to do once you hit that sort of three, four pushing onwards from then and years in the mm-hmm. industry, you start going, does this suit me now? Because you have to, you have to have those those hard few years. Do you know what I mean? You do. You do. It's just those hard years of building things, learning, making loads of mistakes, realizing that what you were doing was burning you out. And it's the same with your fitness gym. It's the same with everything. And you need to just kind of tie back into what you're saying. You need to just go. Is this good for me? Because mm. if you can't show up being your absolute best for anything, what's the point? I mean, if you're just yeah. self sabotaging all the time, like I done that. I used to do like mad long days. Be like. Yes, I'm completing it. And I'm like, am I though? Am I getting any results? My clients that I feel good. Mm. What is going on? Oh, there's money. Oh, you bank. know, you know that you know that guy, you know that guy in the gym. And I think I don't think I was ever having to be honest with you, but I know you'd always be you'd start a new gym or whatever, and there'd be this old guy and he'd be like, nah, 60 sessions a week, mate. I do 60 sessions a week. I'm like, I don't really think that's anything to brag about, mate. That's just horrific. <laughs> like, that's just terrible. Um I can also guarantee session 57 of the week's rubbish for you and that client. <laughs> like, I guarantee it. Uh, and then you need to remember, you've got to do it again the week after that and the week after that as well. So uh, that's something I've been good at recently is just listening to, you know, uh, listening to my body, you know, and uh, deciding when it's had enough and when I need to take a bit of time off. That's very important too. So, yeah, as you just said there, mate, you know, you need, you need to be better. You know, if you can put yourself first, sometimes it's not being selfish because, you know, frankly, if you kind of hold on to your energy and in some places, you're going to be able to give it back out to the others that you're trying to help. And that's the main thing for us. And um, if you're running to the ground and you're surviving purely off Red Bulls and Monsters all day until you get to your ninth, 10th, 11th client every day, um, they are not getting the best of you. Yeah. Um, and if they're in at the same time every week, mate, they're never getting the best of you. So they're then getting a really bad impression of you. So, yeah, um, I'm going off on a tangent here. But no, all I, in I all, it's, all it's, in all, um, I just yeah, I just feel like building the perfect week for me is where I'm going. I'm going forward for now. Definitely. I feel like I feel like that, and uh, that's good, man. I'm glad because at the end of the day, that's what you realize. You realize that there's no more. There's, there's only 24 hours in the day, and it's not going to grow. Uh-huh. You just need to learn to yeah. manage them better and get the best out of them. Um, but yeah, like the uh, I think that sort of the I, I know many a PT as well that was like that. I do 60 sessions a week. Mm. I think that's dying now, isn't it? Is that dying off? I, I feel like I feel like it's getting there. Um, I don't know if it's just because I'm kind of I'm in a great gym now that's kind of surrounded with some quite smart folk. I they all kind of feed off of each other. I think that's one great thing about working in commando is we're all pretty clued up. We're all good. We're all good coaches. So I do feel like that's rubbing off on each person in our gym. So from the people that I have around me, I would say yes. I'd say there isn't really anyone in there yeah. that's doing that much. A because they're successful in their own right and they've, they've got other things going on, so they don't need to constantly fill their time with, with one-to-one sessions. Uh, but yeah, I think I think it still obviously does happen. And I actually, I'm kind of all for it in your first year. I feel like you just have to get it done. I really do. Um, you have to just work with as many people as possible and get as much experience as possible to put you in the best position to just be able to work with anyone years down the line and go, oh, I've had a client like that before. That didn't work for them. That did work, that did work for them. Um, you can arm yourself with those tools, then you're on to a winner. Uh, I've, ju- I've just thought of something that kind of came to mind. It's, it's not negative, mm. but it's just funny. See, if you want, like, you'll know this as well. See, a client that's never going to get results. It's a client that's a self-employed yes. sesh gremlin that overworks. Uh, do you know, yeah, it's that, yeah. I think I've trained a few of those guys before. Absolutely. Pointless. Um, <laughs> and, it, and it's too, it's just too much from all angles. Like, talk about burning the candle at, 
at every end and from the sides. <laughs> like, like it's just, it's just constant. They're also the guys you'll see back in the gym Monday morning because they do it every week and they're really good at it. Uh, so yeah, I know. Yeah, you're, you're so true though, mate. I, I, we're worth to try and uh, pick a certain type of person that will definitely struggle to get results and struggle to make changes as well. Um, it'll be it'll be someone that's definitely self-employed and works yeah. himself too hard, <laughs> aka me and you. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good, mate. No, no. Well, thank you very much, mate, for coming on. And obviously, guys, if you have enjoyed the podcast, as always, literally screenshot it and tag both me and Alex. Is it literally just Alex Caldwell? Caldwell? I'm saying Caldwell. How do you pronounce your surname? Alex Caldwell PT. Caldwell. On Instagram. Alex, That's where you'll get me, mate. All Alex right. Caldwell PT. Get it on there. I think I've said Caldwell at the start when I was literally. No, it happens all the time. Don't worry. You're all good. You're all <laughs> anyway, good. Anyway, guys, thank you very much. And thanks very much for coming on, Alex.